0: Hello there. No, we're not going to just speed past like you just didn't do that. I want everybody to know on the podcast. JP goes, ready? And I go, yeah. And then he just slaps my leg. And then he starts and goes, hello there. No. Hello there. Why did you hit me? General Kenobi. What? Why did you hit my leg? I, I didn't hit your leg. <laughs> you did. No, you're just trying to make me look bad. It's a weird intro. I'll tell you that. It was to make sure you was staying focused. Like oh. you had to, you had to be okay. So we're gonna yeah, restart yeah. this. Ready? Yeah. Hello there, General Kenobi. No, it's General (laughs) Kenobi. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just living in a little bit of fear now because I didn't know my co-host could just punch me in the leg. Apparently, you don't have a good Optimus Prime. Not Optimus Prime. (laughs) General Grievous impersonation. I I do, I do. Throw it to me again. Hello there. General Kenobi. I could be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Wait, why didn't you even compliment? Who does that? Who says you don't have a good uh, uh, general grievous? And then you make me do the voice, and then the first thing after I do my best impersonation, you go, nah, I could be Obi Wan. Like you complimented yourself. All I'm saying is Ian McGregor is going to be out of a job. <laughs> Why wouldn't you compliment? <laughs> so far, you bit me and then complimented yourself after you've disrespected my thing. I and love I feel it. very little guilt about it. That's all right. Uh, welcome to our podcast, No Point, where we talk about everything, anything, and nothing all at the same time. It's pretty impressive. I'm your host, Chippy Brie. Uh, uh, you've asserted so much dominance in that one sentence. And I'm here with my audio technician. <laughs> oh, oh, now an audio technician. Well, let me just have you know that I would be very bad at that job. I'm also the host. Can I say that? No, I feel like you've taken the host job. Fine. I'm here. I'm Francis. <laughs> And we are brothers, um, and TikTokers. Well, I, 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 we don't know for how much longer, but, uh, at the moment we are (laughs) TikTokers. I like it. Um, this is our podcast, and if you're new here, uh, welcome. We love to have you. We're growing each and every single week, and we are so grateful for that. Um, if this is your first episode you're ever listening to, and you really like this episode, you should go back and listen to our past episodes once you're done. Maybe because I think, you think it like would those. explain all this. I think it would explain the intro. It explain it would explain <laughs> the uh, itsy bitsy uh, hits. Um, hints uh, hits was a slip up right there. That was, a, that was a Floydian slip when I said hits. It would explain the hits. It would explain. Uh, our dynamic a little more if you go back and you listen to our previous entries in this video diary. Uh it's not it's not really a a video diary? This is my video diary. (laughs) So I can look back and realize where I went wrong in life. Yes, this is my video diary people Your video diary (laughs) (laughs) You've asserted dominance four times. Welcome to day six of the Captain's (laughs) log The Captain (laughs) I've been stranded in the ocean. (laughs) So (laughs) sad (laughs) All right, um so if you are new to our podcast, you know by now um, that almost every single episode has something to do with Applebee's. It's a problem at this point. We uh, really we're not use... sponsored by Applebee's. We should be sponsored by Applebee's. One of my friends, uh, a good friend, you'll meet him very soon, uh, he texted me and he goes, uh, "You should. are you guys sponsored by Applebee's? Like, what? what's up with that? And I was like, nah, it's just, you know, Applebee's is just good. Um, And if you're new to the podcast, basically we have a tradition that before every single episode of the podcast, me and Francis go out and we eat at Applebee's. We started this tradition when week one of the podcast, we had a sponsor. We had a sponsor for the podcast for the first four weeks. So we were like, oh, well, the podcast will break even. We'll use sponsorship money each week on dinner. Right? We are now out of a sponsorship, but continuing our Apple piece. Uh, So our podcast, no point. Is that a net loss? It's it's a huge net loss. Um, The company's going under. But who can we blame for this? Nothing. No one but the captain. (laughs) And who's the captain? Captain's log. Day six. We have filed bankruptcy this morning. I have hired. I've hid most of our assets in the South Caribbean Sea. Go find it. Um. But yes, uh, we always it, it is a true statement. So if, if, uh, if you want to um, sponsor our podcast, there's a website. JP, what's that wonderful website? Uh, if you are enjoying our podcast and you want to keep it going, um, either just because you love it or you want to see us start making a video version of the podcast, so there will be an audio version, and then you can see our wonderful faces, please consider to make a financial donation to the podcast to keep it going. Uh, there's several ways you can do that. You can Venmo uh, at Roski Studios if that's easier for you. Or you can go to www.broskystudios.com. hit the three lines on the top of the screen, and then where it says podcast, you go down to support podcast uh, after you hit the podcast page, and you support it. It's like a monthly subscription. It's like Patreon, if you've ever heard of Patreon. That's basically uh what it is and it helps us keep going and support our Applebee's addiction. And the only other way to support us is just mail us Applebee's gift cards. Uh PO box 10016 Cranston, Rhode Island 02910. I'll take those too. He's joking. No, I'm not. We do it every episode. He is very much serious. Please help us break our Applebee's addiction. We need help. Um so uh Applebee's gift cards or a financial <laughs> g- donation to help us keep going uh would be muchly appreciated, but uh not necessary uh If you just want to keep listening, listen, or the greatest gift you could ever do is share the podcast to a friend, a family, a stranger, a homeless gentleman, or um your your pediatrician um <laughs> you always because maybe we can get some medical advice. <laughs> Uh, so, like I said, most of our podcasts start with a Applebee story. See, that wasn't just a self-promo. It was also a segue. <laughs> a wonderful segue. Um, and that's just because we go every episode, and it's always fresh on our mind. Um, as many of you know, Dory is a recurring character on our podcast. She's been in tons of episodes uh, because she has been our waitress far too many times and is quite subpar at being <laughs> said waitress. Um, but we had a new guy today. Uh clearly his he was a new waiter. Um we gotta give him a fake name so you guys because we'll probably have him again. Let's call him Steve. Steve, this is this <laughs> man. His name's Steve. And I only call him Steve because of what he did. And I just pictured <laughs> this is a classic Steve move. Um so our buddy Steve was our waiter, and it was definitely his first uh week because uh We've no, never seen him before we've never seen him before <laughs> yeah, and we're we know there. everybody, guys. Uh we're on a first name basis with majority of Applebee's <laughs> staff. Uh, But he did indeed offer me a job at Applebee's, which he definitely does not have (laughs) The the ability, the authority... Or the criteria to hire, to be the hiring person. <laughs> I thought you were going to take the job. I thought you were going to, and then I just look at you and go, but our business, and you go, Captain's Log, gotta go. <laughs> I was recently hired at, uh, at uh, Applebee's. Uh, yep. You're supposed to always go down with the sinking ship, but I have abandoned the ship at 0800 hours. Um and because that was because Francis ordered at one point, he ordered um the triple chocolate cake, which is indeed a menu item. And he insisted that it wasn't a menu item. And Francis was like, it's definitely a menu item. And it is a menu item. It is a menu item. It's basically a lava cake. And he insisted yeah. it's called the lava cake. But Francis brings I, Applebee's. I'm so upset about this, right? Because I'm reading the menu, like I'm supposed to, as a customer, who has nothing else in front of him except the menu. So I look at the menu, right, and I want, like, the lava cake. Yes, I admit, I've seen another place on lava cake. And I look at the picture, and it goes, the triple chocolate dessert. And I look at it, and it goes, the triple chocolate dessert... And it looks awfully like a lava cake. <laughs> he was awfully rude, but like yeah. we were close with him because he goes, he goes, the what? And Francis goes, the triple chocolate cake. I, I, yeah, and, he and, goes, and he goes, what? The what? <laughs> and I go, the triple chocolate cake. And he goes, we don't have that. And I go, uh, <laughs> well, on the menu it shows you have the triple co- chocolate cake. And then, and then he goes. The lava cake? And I go, look, man, you can call it whatever you want. And then he said, Francis goes, the triple chocolate cake. And then he goes, say it with me, the the lava lava cake. cake. I go, I'm not going to say it with you, sir. And then JP starts getting involved and goes, yeah, it's a lava cake. And I go, all right, well, me and the menu will just go die in a corner then. Uh, but why he was also quite funny was at one point, He's, I have yeah. I have this joke that it's a running joke I always have, which is when Francis is of the legal age to drink alcohol, and when he orders an alcohol from time to time, which is not he quite often, right? Alcohol. He orders an alcohol, and so he orders it. I don't like to feel left out, so I always make the joke, and I go, oh, if you're going to get one, I'm going to get one, <laughs> right, and reach for my wallet. And then they go, so you're going to get one? And I go, no. I'm gonna have water because I'm not legal <laughs> agent drinking. Legal but age I like the alcohol. <laughs> but I like to make the waiter or waitress think I am. So Francis orders one and then he looks at me and I go, Oh, I don't wanna be feel left out. I gotta get one too, right? As my joke, which is always Francis' and no one ever laughs because they don't understand this is a joke. This is not a real joke. And the <laughs> guy the reading. guy goes all right, you want one?" And I go, "No, I'm just going to stick with my water." So then I say when JP. does this, because again, I feel very uncomfortable that JP. does this every time. Um, so I always look at him and I go, and I always look at the waiter and I go, "He's not old enough, you know, just a little thing, like like he's just joking, but kind of this thing. man had the audacity <laughs> to th- to respond to he's not old enough <laughs> with so." Yeah, <laughs> he go, literally, I go, "He's not old enough, and he goes, "So." And then JP goes, JP goes, no, I'm good. And he and the waiter, literally in front of his older brother, goes looks at him and goes, You don't want one, are you sure? And JP goes, no, and he goes, even if I don't look at that? And like points to the dude's points to JP's ID. And I'm like, What? <laughs> first of all, I got carded. <laughs> that's that's the first problem is I got carded, and he's just giving you alcohol. Like, he's just down with it. JP obviously says no, because I would have killed him. And Uh, the man said, but he asked three times. Like, then after I said no again, he was like... Like, you're sure you don't want one? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. (laughs) Man, I'm sure. It felt almost like it was on, like, an episode of, like, what would you do with Josh (laughs) Dionys? Imagine he comes out. I said yes. And he's like, what would you do? You're an (laughs) alcoholic. That's the end of the episode. Roll credits. (laughs) Like, it felt like an undercover cop situation. (laughs) That this man was just low on arrest this month. (laughs) That's interesting (laughs) that it felt like that to you. Because what it felt like to me was, like, one of those middle school movies they show you. You know, in, like, elementary school? Where they're like, you know, uh... Guys, we're all going to watch this video about cyberbullying. And it's like, Caitlyn went on Facebook today. Then Caitlyn was told to kill herself. <laughs> and, then, and then it just plays sad music. You never had that video? You're looking at me like I'm strange. No. Really? I've never seen a I video never like got that. Facebook because I was so scared to be Caitlyn. Or, I don't know if I was more scared to be Caitlyn, or the person telling Caitlyn to kill herself. I don't know. But either way, I thought it was one of those ads for drugs. And, you know, they always have the other ads that are like, Hey kid, you want the marijuana? And the kid goes, no. And he's like, you're not cool. And then the kid goes, oh no. And then he smokes crack. Like, every time. You don't have these videos? Did you not watch these? No. I think you missed out on public school. I think it might have been a public school thing. Because I only saw him at public school for those two years I went. Uh, but yeah, it was every video. So I just pictured it one of those videos that JP's getting offered alcohol. And I've just never seen them happen in real life until that. I once got offered... Like, I never got offered alcohol underage. I also never drank underage. And people always look at me and say, oh, that's so weird. But no one in our family has, actually. All right. Drank underage. Um, Cause wh- it's guys, we don't d- drink underage. It's stupid. <laughs> just wait. It's it's very simple. Don't yeah. do it. It's not. It's very overrated. And don't it, do drugs either, because yeah, they're yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, you sound like the middle school lad now. <laughs> uh but yeah. So it was just like we never we never drank. So we we're just we we're just always fine with it. So I never got offered alcohol or anything like that. And like obviously, I look twelve, so I always get carded. And I never also had the, like, the drug experience, like, in the movies, where they're always, like, have the drugs. Like, I never got that opportunity. Well, movies make it seem like every yeah, single high schooler high school gets d- offered drugs, drugs and alcohol. I, maybe I just didn't, maybe I wasn't cool enough. Maybe this is when I find out right now, that I just wasn't cool. Or it doesn't happen, because it never happened to me. Like, no one would ever, like, hey, man, you want the drugs? I never got, I never had the opportunity to be the cool kid in the video who goes, no. And all I wanted was that opportunity. Nancy Reagan would be proud of you. <laughs> that, one time time when I was, like, t- older, I was, I was, like, 21, I was on a beach, and a homeless man walked up to me, and he goes, hey, man, you wanna smoke something? And I guess that was the closest thing to be being offered drugs, but he was also a homeless man, and he seemed like he'd been on the beach way too long. So you don't think so he do I don't think he had drugs. I just think we were gonna smoke a stick. Like, he's just like, I'm good, and he just starts, like, cutting up, like, an actual barked stick. Uh, but, yeah. I've never had that. But anyway, I thought it was one of those ads because he really did. I mean, he carded me. If <laughs> he doesn't care, why'd he even card me? Maybe me and him just had such an Applebee's connection, you know? He loved <laughs> he's me like, so he's much. Like, you know it's the lava cake. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point, our mayor... Uh, from our city uh, Great man Love the mayor Mayor Fong Walks in And Francis Yeah he's run unimposed Like four terms He's been mayor for 16 years He's done in two months But he comes in And Francis goes While we're the waiters At our table Francis goes Oh my gosh The mayor's here Like we treat him Like <laughs> yeah. the biggest celebrity And he goes We find it so fun." And this man goes Who? We go <laughs> the, mayor. the mayor 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 Fong He's right, he's right behind you And he goes never seen that guy in my (laughs) My life life. (laughs) and i just imagine (laughs) this man has no voting history (laughs) as it's just a hermit yeah i picture like the political leaders don't matter to him no he's like he's like laws they were just invented the political leader for him he's like i've only voted for the (laughs) Applebee's management (laughs) (laughs) they rule me but why the mayor comes into this is government uh, because the mayor is a uh, person of government. I've always personally wanted to run for mayor. I've always wanted to be a politician and stuff. I always thought you'd be so good at being a mayor. You think I'd be I a I think you'd politician? be so good. You'd be so corrupt. So corrupt. <laughs> like like some weird school system thing. <laughs> like, like eventually, I don't know. I But I always thought you'd be great at running for mayor. Well, I always thought I would be. Anyways, I, I'm probably going to run in the future, guys. I'm just giving you a heads up. Like without a doubt, one day I'm going to run for mayor. And you can mark my words on that. And I'll probably lose the first term. Uh, this, but I'll cut <laughs> back in. Mostly because I will leak the most of the media. Mostly because my opponent will play this episode of the podcast and goes, not even his brother endorsed him. And I'll be, and, and at the end, rather than being like your opponent says, I approve this message, it will be me going, I approve this message. <laughs> You think John Paul would make a good mayor? Well, let's take words right out of his brother's mouth. If you ran for mayor, you'd be the most corrupt mayor of all time. Not even his brother would vote for mayor. I can just see the commercial now. And then the other commercial was like, he almost had underage alcohol. And then they just play the segment, <laughs> and then they play another one. And it goes. At one point, he went to see World. You <laughs> didn't see that episode of the podcast. I think it's is that the first or second second episode. episode. Go watch that. One. That was really yeah. Fun. Go listen to the other episodes of our podcast. Basically, my entire my opponent will just use the podcast as his entire slander campaign <laughs> towards me and my family. Um, but where government and politicians come in is to play is the biggest politician and the biggest. Uh, corrupt city in the world. Uh the the rumor it happens if you're a Hamilton fan, uh Washington DC. Oh no. Ah oh. oh, no. Uh and uh, Francis <laughs> Francis physically can't run for president. I thought I couldn't. If you're not an American if uh you're not an American, there's very few requirements to run for president and I think you should uh be aware of those. Uh you have to be born in America. Seems simple enough, you know American president, you have to have, be born in America. You have to be 35 years old, right? You don't want a 12-year-old being your president. And you role. can't commit a crime. Yeah, it's right. just we want a law-abiding citizen, right? Especially, especially the, the the good thing to live by is never be arrested, especially in the U.S. capital of Washington, D.C., <laughs> <D. laughs> especially this for defacing big, a monument. Big mis- <laughs> Okay, okay. Let me give it to you straight, guys. I don't know if you're from America or you're not from America or whatever, but if you go to America at one point or another, you're probably going to visit Washington, D.C., right? That's our capital. Which, funny enough, Washington, D.C., this has nothing to do with any story. Oh, okay. But it's after, like, uh, after Disney World. Washington, D.C. is my favorite place to visit. Really? I love this Not mine! I love the Smithsonian. Oh, great. Anyway, so my mother did the dumbest thing, which is bring children to Washington, D.C. And the one thing you need to know about Washington, D.C. is it is the fakest place in the world. Everything there is a monument monument. You'll walk down the curb and they'll be like, that's the place that George Washington curb stomped Abe Lincoln. You're like, I'm pretty sure that couldn't have happened. And they're like, nope, it's true. You drink it at a bubbler. And they're like, uh, uh, President Obama looked at that bubbler once for three minutes. I'm like, he was having a stroke. Like, something... Like, it doesn't make sense. They just make things up. They're like, "They're like this, this place uh, fought in that one war battle. and And that's okay. So you bring kids there, right? And a kid does not understand importance of things, right? We don't, we don't, we don't, if you haven't watched the other episodes, you will know I'm a very dumb kid. So I don't understand the importance of anything. So, so our mother brings us to this part. Right, Jimmy? Do you know uh, a park? A park's not the right word for it. A monument. Everything's a monument. Everything's a monument. See, immediately I go a park. He's like a monument. Of course, it's a monument. Well, here, Francis. Here's a here's a little advice on how to tell a park from a monument. Right? If you see a giant marble wall with names engraved on it that says "Rest in Peace," usually it's a stay away zone. Yeah, well, obviously, you've never been in a cemetery. <laughs> anyway. Francis, do you go to a cemetery often? I'm just saying, does that count as the monument? I mean, word of a right, wise, like, <laughs> don't do certain things in a cemetery. <laughs> and Well, now this is a whole news story. But anyway, we're going back to the Washington. Oh, no. We're going back to the Washington, D.C. story. I didn't know. I thought I was in this park, right? And we're in Washington, D.C. in the summer, and, you know, it's, it's my entire family. And I'm just so hot. Right. It is so hot outside and and I just am dying now. I'm looking around and I see this man in a pool, Uh, a homeless. No, we didn't know at the time. I see this man in a pool. Right. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's got it right. He is in a pool. I didn't know there was a pool here. So obviously I do what every 11 year old kid would do. And takes off his shoes, his socks, jumps in. I'm now having the best time in Washington, D.C. Now, the rest of the family was enjoying the monument. Yeah. At this point, lost track of Francis, who decided to uh, go for a nice, nice evening dip in the pool. <laughs> dip in the old pool. So, now I am having a grand old time in this pool. At this point, I'm starting to hear some gas. It's a, it's a bit weird, <laughs> right? the, the entire, have you ever seen, like, a movie where, like, somebody does something and, like, the entire world, like, stops and, like, ooh! <gasps> you know, like, when you're in, like, we're watching a movie about, like, cultures and stuff and, like, I don't know, somebody, somebody from America goes to another country or somebody from another country goes to America and, like, they do something that's so outlandish to those people? That's what ha I just started hearing gasp and everything. Now, there's enough signs around- I didn't- the pool in quotation marks the <laughs> phrases should have known better anyway I am having a grand time in this pool and I'm hearing gas and then I'm 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 actually doing some of the best swimming I've ever done, right? I'm going through all the motions, the Michael freestyle. Phelps, Michael Phelps, beware. Michael I'm on. I was doing the freestyle, the backstroke, the breaststroke, the frog, the dolphin. I'm having a grand old time, right? Until all of a sudden, mid wonderful form of my backstroke, somebody grabs my hand. Like, just grabs my wrist, pulls me up, right? Now, I've been kidnapped. I, I know I know how I've watched the middle school videos right the ones where they're like they're like hey get in the car and you say no and they go we never heard from Caitlyn again and that's they're always Caitlin I don't know why but but that's that that's what I thought I thought it was kidnapped pulls me up right and all I see is this six foot five. Police officer, capital. and I'm like capital, Poli- police. capital police, and I go, I've been saved. I'm not being kidnapped because I didn't think he was going to kidnap me. You know, the police saved me from a kidnapping. Um, he said, "What are you doing?" And uh, and I and I said what any person would say in that situation. Well, sir, the backstroke. Uh, <laughs> which was not the correct answer. Uh, after furthermore, he says, "You know where we are." And I said, Washington, D.C. And he goes, yes. Do you know what this place is? And I go, no. And he goes, this is a World War II monument. No, you're wrong. Is it not a World War II monument? It's the Vietnam War monument. The Vietnam War monument. I am so sorry. The Vietnam War monument. Don't pull up the World War II monument. Sorry. The the Vietnam Vietnam War War Veterans Monument. See, I still won't even know the it monument. It is the Vietnam War Veterans Memorial. It's a pool. And and I am just like, oh, I don't. And Sorry, goes, I'm a history. I'm a, I'm a history major. I, I just had like, to. And I was like, what? I was like, are you guys. I, I was like, I was like, uh, and he goes, and you're swimming in this monument. And I was like, yeah, yeah. He, uh, well, he was too. And I point to the man. And he goes, that's a homeless veteran. And I was like, <laughs> which are the only people allowed. Like, if you're a homeless veteran, do whatever you want as a veteran. And apparently he wasn't swimming. He was washing off. So I didn't even get to see him. But apparently he had, like, basically left and, and was, like, praying in front of the monument. And, um, yeah, I was like, well, I, I didn't see any signs. You know, the classic, like, uh, uh, like get rid of blame and he starts walking me around the monument where there has to be at least 65 signs that says this is a monument do not swim do not walk in like there's enough signs right so obviously he's like well okay where's your family right and so so i'm like i don't know i don't know and then so we start walking around and finding him and and we find our family and he 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 says I, I I'm gonna go talk to your mother right and I'm scared because I'm terrified of authority right like like truly terrified of authority like I have no idea what to do when there's an authority figure and anyway so he goes over and he talks to my mom and, and they're just having a conversation and I have no idea like I think I'm arrested I think that like. Everybody from that war is going to come by and just <laughs> They're just punch me. Chocolate like chocolate. it was just one good punch, you know, because like you just you just don't want to disrespect a monument where people die. And anyway, so so they were like they came by and and the and the um, what my mom did, because my mom is a psychopath who believes that I uh, am and who knows I'm the dumbest human being decides, you know what I'm going to do? officer we're gonna scare my son we're gonna scare this poor boy even more so what they concoct is the capitol policeman will come back and go look this is gonna go on your permanent record which guys with permanent record in school (laughs) i want to give you a lesson right here a permanent record in school does not exist a permanent record in real life is just a criminal (laughs) record yeah that does exist i'm thinking it's a criminal record what Capitol policeman tells 11-year-old boys is going to go on their permanent record forever? And then, and then what my mother said was, is you're going to have uh, Capitol Police spying on you throughout the trip. So you need to behave the entire trip Or you'll never be allowed back in Washington, D.C. Now, I wasn't planning another trip to Washington, D.C. anytime soon. But I'm terrified that I may be kicked out of the Capitol. Which means I'm basically kicked out of the country, right? And this is what my mom thought was a great idea to get her kid to behave, right? So you should have saw me at the Lincoln Monument. I was the most respectful man you have ever met. I started dusting off the stairs. I I was like, Abe, you need anything? I started helping people by telling them facts about the monument. I was like, hey, guys, this is a wonderful monument. If you find water nearby, don't swim in it. You know, like just something, anything to like keep me off the radar. And Anyway, my, so, so I'm home, right? I'm on my, we're, we're going on our way home. And, you know, I'm still scarred because I'm the dumbest kid. And I think this is going to follow me forever. And, and for some reason, uh, my older brother thought, you know what would be even better? If we doubled down on this kid's fear. And I was like, and and so I'm like, oh man, this is all bad. I can't believe this all happened. And my older brother looks at me and goes, hey Francis, I'm sorry to hear about what happened. And I said, what? And he goes, well, since you now have a record in Washington DC, you're never allowed to be president. Now, Up until that point, <laughs> I never wanted to be president. But as soon as I could, found out that I wasn't allowed to. I thought, you know what? About time I become a stripper. I have no other options in my life because there are two there are good two career tr- options. <laughs> there is stripper. there is a road and a bridge, right? You meet you meet an intersection, and you're going straight, and then the road splits, and one says president of the United States of America, and the other one says. Stripper. <laughs> yeah, and I thought now it's been chosen for me. And, like, to this day, I still hate Peter for this. If you haven't seen my last video, it kind of makes it okay for what I did with that metal pole to him. That was but two, uh, three two episodes, ep- four three episodes ago. Anyway, wow, time flies. Yeah, it was broken and bruised. That but was he, the episode. He told me that I was not allowed to become president. So I was just so sad. And I remember I, I was back in school, and, like, that really messed up, m- like, my year. Because... <laughs> Because, like, in class, I just didn't try. I thought there was no point of trying in school. I thought there was no point of doing anything because I could never be president. I have a criminal record. No one's going to hire a person who can't be president. (laughs) You're a felon. Why can't I get a job at Best Buy? Uh, Well, I can't be president, so why would they hire me? Because I can hire JP who can be president. So I'm, you know, and, and again, I did not know I could still be president until one day. Where, if you don't know, uh, you probably don't know unless you live in Rhode Island. But we we have this man in Rhode Island called Alan Sean Feinstein. Alan Sean Feinstein. He is... He's, he, had, he was the most baller dude ever, right? Mm-hmm. So he went around for like three years of his life. He's a very rich and very generous man, right? But he went around Rhode Island, our town, our state, for a long time. And for some reason, he thought it would be a good idea that he was just going to give loads and loads of money to schools all over. But all they would have to do is put their name on for the his school, name. his name on the school. So it would be like, for example, one of my schools, one of my middle schools, which was a Feinstein school, was it was Blessed Sacrament. The Alan Sean Feinstein School, and he he did talk like, he went, "Hello, I'm Alan Sean Feinstein." I loved him, right? And he would always come on the he would always come on the announcements, and he goes, "See you later, crocodile," and everybody would yell on the announcements, eh, and oh, see you later, alligator," in a while, crocodile, and we'd all say it, and they're like, "Oh, Alan." And, and basically, it was like it was like this thing that he would to encourage kids to be good. He would call it the Alan Sean Feinstein Club, and basically. Every school in Rhode Island was part of this Alan Sean Feinstein Club. And every year, these if you were, went to school, they would give you a card that... In Rhode Island, there's not much to do, right? You really have the zoo and Mulligans, which is a golf course. Um, and that's really all we have in Rhode Island. Like, if you come to visit Rhode Island, that's where I'm taking you, right? You go to the zoo and Mulligans, which is a, go- a mini golf course. And this card... That he gave you gave you one free trip to the zoo and one free trip to Muller. But like there was like a fake like uh thing on it and then it was like if you misbehave you this card does not exist. It, it, like it's yeah, just yeah, there was for being a, an outstanding Feinstein Junior Scala. That's what it was called. If you were if you got this card you were a Feinstein Junior Scala. So, again, I'm coming off probably one of my worst years ever. Because I, I'm i not trying anymore in school. I'm not trying at home. Like, my mom's like, do my homework, do your homework. And I'm like, homework's for the president. She's, like, so confused. <laughs> I'm like, and she just thinks I have the weirdest vendetta against the president. <laughs> like, as a five-year-old. But anyway, so I'm just I'm just having the worst year ever. And, and, you know, it's that day of the year where we all have the assembly with Alan Sean Feinstein. And he comes... And, and he comes down and he's like, guys, you're all awesome. Here's your cards. Remember, you have to be great kids. If you're not, it's no longer valid. And he goes, and I'm looking around this room and I'm seeing the next doctors, the next lawyers, the next person who's gonna who's going to solve cancer. And I'm looking at the next president of the United States. And I don't know if Peter, my older brother, gave him this script. To just torment me that much more. But as immediately once. Like I did that. Because he goes he goes, look to your left. Look to your right. That could be the next president. And as soon as that kid looked to the left. And he looked at me. And I go I'm sorry. I will not be your president. <laughs> and the kid next to me. Must hold that with him every day. Like he must want to know who I am now. Uh, but I. And, and again I'm thinking nothing of it. So anyway at the end of the assembly. You know, it's really messing with my head. I'm like, I'll never be president. Like, I don't this card isn't even going to be valid. I'm going to show it to the zoo, and they're going to shred it in front of me. I'm going to give it to mini golf, they're going to hit me with a club. Like something bad's going to happen, right? And and I'm going, I'm walking out, right? I'm walking out and Mr. Feinstein is shaking kids' hands, you know, just for the pictures, and he's like, ah, "See you later, alligator." In a while, crocodile. You know, he's doing that with every single kid and I'm up next and I and I look at I look at Mr. Feinstein and and I and he goes hey and I and I go Mr. Feinstein here and I give him back his card and I say I've been a bad boy and he goes you know anything it, like we as long as you talk about it like anything can be forgiven like and and I and I looked at him and I go I cannot be your president. And, <laughs> and I shook the man's hand, and I said, See you later, alligator. And I walked away! I hope he talks about that every day! Because he th- I must be the strangest kid he ever met. Because I not only, not only gave him back his card, right? Which is a baller move. Told him I've been a bad boy, like I'm in a weird film. And then, and then... I told him, I can't be your president, as if he's offered me the job, and then I take his slogan, <laughs> and he didn't say it back, because he was so shocked, and I, I've i never, I've, he was my hero, and I embarrassed myself so bad in front of my hero, and then eventually I went home, and I was like, mom, mom, Mr. Feinstein's never gonna talk to me again. Like, and my mom's like, you've been going through some of the weirdest phases as a kid I've ever had. And I was like, I was like, mom, and I tell her everything. I was like, mom, I can't be president. Alan Sean told me that the kid next to me is going to be the next president. And I had to tell him that I can't be. Then I told Mr. Feinstein, I'll see him later, alligator. And I gave him back his card. So I can't even go to the zoo this year. JP's going to enjoy the zoo. I'm not as if money isn't also a card you could use at the zoo. It's only the Feinstein card. And she goes, Francis, Francis, Francis. Me and the Capitol policeman made all that up to make you behave in Washington, D.C. Now, this is a woman who didn't tell us Santa existed, because she didn't want to lie to us. Like, she legit goes, Santa's not real, kids. Like, right when we grew up, because she said, I don't want to base our relationship off lies. But when it came to <laughs> when it came it to, came to behaving and felonies and capital Police, she's fine with lying. I, I ruined a year of my school. I made a fool of myself in front of Alan. And, and this is how she replaced me. And she, goes, she goes, I made all that up. I, I literally... I literally, <laughs> I looked, I just, I just said, <coughs> I hate you. And that was the first time I've ever said I hate you and my mother. And somehow I had to apologize in the end. Because, you know, apparently that's the one thing you're not allowed to say to your mother is I hate you. So somehow she won in the end. But yeah, yeah, she's like, I made all that up. And, uh, if, if people ever ask me today, it's like, hey, Francis, why didn't you go to Yale? Hey, Francis, why aren't you, like, some successful, like, person or, like, the guy who solved cancer? Like, why are you a comedian? Because of this story. Because of the f- this flippin' story where <laughs> there's some traumas you just can't you come can't, back You from. can't buy this! All right, so Francis that is so that is our podcast for today. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Once again, if this was your first podcast, um... Hey, uh, we hope you stay around, um, and by staying around, just hit subscribe or follow on the podcast for, if you're on Apple Music, Spotify, Alexa, whatever you're listening to, make sure you uh, stay in touch by subscribing or following to the podcast, so you'll get a notification or you'll see every single time we upload an episode, so you won't miss one. Uh, We release episodes Sunday mornings at 6 a.m. and Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, because that's where we live. Um... And thank you so much for coming. And if you enjoyed our podcast, once again, make sure uh, to check out either Venmoing us or uh, supporting our podcast so we can keep going. Or as Francis has requested, <laughs> Applebee's gift cards. Applebee's gift cards to our uh, PO Box one zero zero one six Cranston, Rhode Island 02910. Or if you have anything you want to send us, like uh, fan campaign mail, posters campaign, campaign posters president. for when Francis becomes president, anything. Right. Um. So thank you guys so much for coming. Um. I can't. Oh. Um, and if you don't follow us on our Twitch, uh, Twitch backslash Brosky Studios. Follow us. We go live twice a week there. Or if you want to support us another way, we have a merch store, uh, which is also at www.broskystudios.com. You just hit the merch tab, uh, and you can get our merch for the uh, for the podcast or any of our TikTok. And we are on social media, all social medias, uh, at Brosky Studios, at Chippy Bree, and at Ten. That's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and if you guys are also new, we always end our podcast with giving a secret message that you guys uh, can comment on any of our TikToks, uh, post On our on your Instagram story, our podcast to share it out to our friends because once I said the greatest gift is uh, telling a friend about our podcast uh, because we love getting new viewers each and every week. Or tweet at us; we've always said that's the easiest way to get a hold of us. Or join our Discord server. Whatever you want, do with this secret message. And I thought of the secret message, right? I thought of it, right? The secret message is, I'm 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 so sorry, but but I cannot be your president. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't. (laughs) That poor kid, I hope Alan and that kid go to a supporter Monday and go, him too! (laughs) So, on any of our social medias, uh, leave that comment or tweet at us or post on your Instagram story. Do something to let us know that you made it this far in the podcast by letting uh, me and Francis know that you cannot be our president. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. I'm Chippy Bree signing off. And I'm Francis. See you guys on Sunday. Not signing off. I always do the thing. I think it's so fun. You, I give you so much.